For our municipal watch feature today, we're looking at the Amatole District Municipality. And we know it's been a municipality really caught up in the middle of various governance failures over the years. And I was saying today that um, earlier this year, of course, it was also where we saw um, those visuals of Councillor Nanziwe Hulashe dragged out of um, the building of the municipality by people who claim to be security personnel. Since then, there's been a change of leadership in that municipality. Let me invite the executive mayor of Amatole, Anele Njangani. Anele, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning to you, let me also invite onto the show Luzuko Yelezo, who is Samu's provincial secretary in the Eastern Cape. Luzuko, good morning to you. Good uh, morning, Kathy, with your listeners. Anele, let me perhaps begin with you because, of course, you are a mayor that has been recently installed. By that, I mean you've been you've taken over for you've been in charge now for a couple of months, and you can perhaps give us a state of what it is that you have inherited in that municipality. Yes, certainly, certainly, Kathy, I have taken stock of the challenges that the municipality face. One of the challenges is political and administrative instability, uh, stemming from a low staff morale, a low revenue collection, non-compliance with the system, or rather malicious compliance at times, poor audit outcomes, skyrocketing litigation deals and allegation of corruption are among other things that the municipality has to address. When you look at the the state of, of the municipality again that you have inherited you talk about a, a malicious compliance that was taking place of course the allegations around corruption in amatole have been much broader than just an issue of malicious compliance that um, in some instances there was a deliberate subverting of some of the legal frameworks in order to benefit certain individuals yes uh, certainly uh, we we have to uh, ensure that uh, we deal with, we confront that deal, we deal with it head on, and uh, we adhere to the uh, all the time when we perform our duties. So we'll definitely work about it from now on. It comes at a time where the municipality in and of itself is not necessarily out of the woods because this is a municipality um, and, and, and a council that may possibly be dissolved. Tell us about what is happening when it comes to the failure of the municipality in submitting financial statements. Uh, with that, uh, I think we've already uh, made some inroads in addressing that one. Uh, we've since uh, 
called upon uh, the acting CFO to account uh, about the failure to submit financial statements as required uh, by Municipal Finance Management Act uh, on the 30th of August. And uh, we've since uh, asked the Auditor General to give us extension uh, up until the end of October. And then that extension was granted. And uh, we're we're working around the clock now to ensure that uh, we meet that timeline of the end of October uh, in terms of submitting the financial statement. I can can, uh, safely say um, we we will ensure that we uh, adhere to the business of legislation, and uh, and uh, we hold each and every uh, staff member or officer to account, and uh, and uh, he or she must face uh, repercussions of what uh, he has done, whoever has done something. What were the reasons given for why these financial statements were not submitted on time? A, a myriad of reasons were given, uh, ranging from um, the, the instability in quality, the strike by workers, systems that were down, um, um, a, a number of reasons. However, those reasons are not valid because the institution has been there for a year preparing for this financial statement. So it doesn't make any sense uh, to a reasonable person to say you are unable to meet the the deadline because of uh, the strike that has been uh, there for for two months or so. So what were you doing the whole year? That's the question about about it. So so, uh, as of now, that's what I'm saying. We're trying our utmost best to ensure that we're ameliorating this situation. So on on top of these administrative issues that you've been having, you also have investigations that are currently being conducted. You had the Hawks raiding your offices. Uh, this is the municipality's offices over the weekend. It's in relation to a case of, of corruption and money laundering against the municipality and some of its officials. What can you tell us about what you know about this investigation? What I know about this investigation is that whenever there is suspicion that the law might have been transgressed or violated, the law enforcement agencies have got a responsibility to investigate. So that investigation taking place, which is underway, uh, is not different to any other investigation that uh, is normally performed by law enforcement people. But there is suspicion that uh, uh, the law is violated. And, uh, and uh, that uh, we are saying as an institution that the law must take its course, will cooperate with the law enforcement agencies whenever we want information from the municipality, that information was made available. Are you aware of the individuals that are being investigated here? 
Yes, it came to my attention uh, that uh, one of our councillors has been transacting with the, with the municipality, which is uh, an allegation that needs to be proven. And, uh, and uh, that uh, uh, is, I mean, her company was involved in uh, uh, transacting with the municipality. So, uh, as a matter of fact, if that was taking place, it is in violation of the municipal finance management act, and uh, and uh, I think one of the things that the uh, the law enforcement agencies agencies want to investigate is is, is that a matter. What is happening to the council in the meantime? Uh, currently, the councillor uh, has been the member of the mayoral committee. Uh, yes. He has since been removed as a member of the mayoral committee. And then the councillor, uh, the, the office of the speaker is, uh, uh, has, has since uh, uh, appointed a committee that will investigate the conduct of, of that council. And as it stands, is there a, a, an amount in terms of how much they say or is, is alleged that the company has, has, has had in terms of work from the municipality? Uh, because it is still an allegation now, I would like to, start to, to come back on the number. Uh, I would rather uh, uh, go back and verify the figures in terms of the, of the number. But, but what kind of services was this company providing to the municipality? Uh, the allegation is that uh, the certain... certain Services like uh, delivering water, uh, you know, to to communities, uh, tags belonging to this company being hired by the municipality. I think it's one of the of the things that I meant. That is Anele Nchangani, who is the executive mayor of the Amatole District Municipality. Let me bring in Luzuko Yelezo, who is Samus Provincial Secretary in the Eastern Cape. Luzuko, good morning to you. Good morning, Kedi. Of course, we're, we're talking to the mayor now. He's been in office for um, around three months after uh, the previous mayor was removed from that post under what were very controversial circumstances. How would you describe the state of the Amatole District Municipality as a Tau? All right. No, as, as Samu. Apologies. Apologies there, as Samu. Yes. I would like... Um in the province uh, to congratulate uh, the mayor who has just installed, as you are saying. Um, we wish him well because it's one of the worst uh, municipalities in, in the province, if it's not in the country. So he takes the municipality that uh, uh, is not performing. Uh, I agree with him in many circumstances that uh, uh, that municipality, the trouble municipality, in terms of administration and um, uh, part of um, uh, political. Um, as you are aware that uh, June uh, this year, we were visiting that municipality as workers uh, across the province, not just the workers of that particular municipality, across the province, 
workers uh, were united to say um, that previous mayor must be removed. So we are saying that uh, indeed uh, what we we, 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 we were sorting, uh, it was provided by the political leadership in uh, ANC because that municipality is led by ANC. As you are saying that um, the situation is that uh, we are having workers for the past um, three financials, uh, the workers did not give, uh, receive uh, their uh, salary increments and notches, which is bad as we know that uh, the economy of this country is at a dire uh, stage um, where there's uh, uh, fuel hikes, um, uh, food, and, and everything but we are not receiving anything in terms of internet. I understand that uh, there's an issue of a Makanda judgment, which is a categorization and standardization, but it does not uh, speak about uh, the situations uh, where our workers are. Because irrespective of those Makanda judgment, but um, our sisters and our brothers and uh, our families who have to uh, give them something in terms of food on the table. Um, so it's bad what is happening in that municipality. We hope the new leadership uh, will bring hope um, to workers. As he correctly said, workers are not motivated because you cannot leave because even if you get an increment, for instance, this year, it's a 4.9, but it does not cover what is actually happening on the ground. So it's bad, Kathy, in that municipality. Thanks. That, of course, speaks to the question of financial viability. And, Anele, when we look at the financial viability of the municipality, what state would you say is, its finances are in right now? Yeah, uh, is is really in disarray, and the the revenue base of the municipality, which is aggravated by um, the revenue collection currently, and uh, and uh, the 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 litigation deal. Uh, also add to that thing of affairs. But then we are of the view that uh, if we can try our our best, we can turn the situation up. As of now, we've already returned uh, some employees that were unfairly suspended. Remember that, uh, you know, when you suspend a person, you say to that person, go home, and stay at home. And then you take another person to play or perform the duties of that person. While that person is at home, you pay both them. So, so, so that, that amount to wasteful expenditure. So I've since returned the, some workers um, according to the merits of their cases to the municipality. And that will, that will assist, that will alleviate the, the challenge of finances. And secondly, 
whilst we have offered you that day, some of the second men that are not necessary could be undone as well. So undoing those uh, uh, second men will also add back to the, the, the municipal system. So what what was trying to say here is that um, all is not doom and gloom for the municipality. If we can perhaps turn around the municipality, uh, I can I can safely say the municipality will go places. We'll continue the conversation with Anele Ntsangani, who is the executive mayor of the Amatole District Municipality. Luzu Koyelezo is Samos Provincial Secretary. Right now, it's 11.30. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. We're taking a look at the Amatole District Municipality. Of course, uh, you're more than welcome to dial in. The mayor is uh, joining us, 086-000-2032. That's the number to dial for this conversation on the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. That's 0614-104-107. So uh, um, I, just, I just wanted to, to, to understand from you, uh, Mr. Ntangani, what we have seen in 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 that municipality, Amatole, that is, over the last year or so, has been because of of the very tense state of affairs, not just between different political parties, but even within a party like the ANC that has been governing in that municipality. There have been these increased incidents of violence. Where where are you? Where does that stand today, and and how is the municipality actually responding to those threats of violence? Um, that one is a million dollar question, quite difficult to to answer. However, um, in attempting to answer that question, I think the law enforcement agencies are here. And we still have confidence that uh, they will be able to deal with that situation. Uh, and then, and then again, as a municipality, uh, would like uh, to revisit our staff establishment, which is Organogram, uh, because our staff, staff establishment lacks uh, certain important sections in a municipality. For instance, we don't have. Uh, a safety and security section where would have perhaps uh, appoint or appointed peace officers and uh, that will ensure that uh, uh, each and every aspect of the municipality is guarded and then and then even even uh, individuals of the municipality are guarded. I understand for a fact that this is not gonna be an immediate uh, you know um a thing to do, but uh, something that uh, is work in progress that we, we are setting we're going to achieve going forward. So the issue of uh, dealing with violence uh, is, is, is very important for us. But so, so what are you saying? Are you saying that you still have officials that are under threat? Yes, we have officials, including cancer, that are uh, that's why we're saying whenever a person is 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 under threat, if that person raises that law and for enforcement agents, 
then the, the risk assessment conducted. And if that risk assessment warrants that that person be safeguarded uh, by personnel, by security personnel, then that will be done uh, uh, at the instruction of the law enforcement agency. However, as of now, there are few such cases that have uh, come forward. Uh, we also view that whenever there are such cases, uh, we are capable of dealing. But over and above that, as I've indicated, we'd like to establish a safety and security section in it sounds like there's still a lot of work to do then when it comes to um, these threats of violence. Have you been able to, to understand where they're coming from? Yeah, um, in any corrupt institution, uh, such uh, threats will always suffer. And, uh, and uh, because, because, uh, because the institution is prone to corrupt practices, it means, therefore, uh, that uh, certain individuals have got interest in that place. It's actually their gold mine. So if you go there and 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 uh, attempt uh, to to reduce, you know, their access to this gold mine, you will certainly meet them, and they will they will deal with you uh, like a dog thing with a all right. We've got a couple of questions for you. Um, this is a couple of questions for uh, the mayor in, in particular. And I know that the line uh, to him isn't isn't that great. So we'll see uh, how much else we're able to get through. Uh, let me just queue up some of the questions that we have for um, the mayor. Um, good morning, Casey. Can you ask the mayor for me? I'm calling from Tendani Munges. Uh, what happened to the 190 million that was allocated um, to reseal the tar road between uh, Butterworth and Kendani? And what is their plan uh, to fix the gravel roads, especially those gravel roads that um, are used to connect residents into hospitals? Thank you. Mr. Nchangani? Uh, um, I, I think let me let me assist uh, the viewer there. Uh, perhaps let's start with the powers and function of the municipality. Uh, the municipality of, of Amatole has got three functions in the place. It's to supply water and sanitation, it's to deal with heritage matters, and uh, and uh, as well as proper barriers and uh, and uh, disaster management. When it comes to issues like uh, roads, they um, fall within the scope of uh, local municipalities. Uh, however, to assist the, um, the viewer, I think uh, I, will, I will then follow it up with the uh, mayor of that uh, local municipality because uh, uh, roads are not the function of the city. We've got more questions for you, Mayor. Hi, Kathy. Please ask the Mayor of Amatole, of the total income, how much is spent on wages? What percentage of the income is spent on wages? Mike is London. Mr. Nchangani? I beg your pardon? Did you hear that question from Mike in East London? 
Yeah, no, I didn't hear that question. He's asking how much how much do you pay uh, for for salaries? How how much of your budget is 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 used for salaries? Okay. The employee the employee related cost of the municipality is uh, sitting at the fifty six million per month currently. That includes uh, staff and and councillors, and then and then. Uh, because of that, uh, in terms of uh, a norm, uh, the norm says it shouldn't exceed 40%. Uh, that is the employee-related cost shouldn't exceed 40%. But now, I think we're sitting at uh, 45% uh, of the employee-related cost against the total budget, which is something that we need also to confront and deal with. Uh, as, as I've already indicated, that was already made to try in ensuring that we ameliorate that situation. Like, as I've indicated to you, that uh, we've returned certain workers that were paid uh, for no apparent reason for sitting at home, and then that is going to reduce the strain in terms of our budget. And other means that we're going to provide in, in addressing that that I will not I, I will not go to town about so 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 if I understand you correctly then mayor what you're saying is that you have uh, what percentage of 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 your budget then goes towards salaries uh, the the percentage of our budget that currently goes to uh, employee related cost now is forty five percent of the total budget so okay it's thirty five percent of the total budget. Yeah. All right. We've got more. We've got lots of questions that are coming in for you, in particular on on the WhatsApp line. Uh, so I'm going to take one more voice note and then uh, read out some of the messages. No problem. Good afternoon, Cathy, and to the seven listeners, the Sullivan Governor from Durban. Just like to ask the Honourable Guest a question: When money is allocated for projects to be carried out, what procedures are put in place to track these projects, and are these projects audited? and who tracks the benefits of these projects to ensure that it's completed to the spec of work. Thank you. Can I answer that? Yes, you can go for it. Yes. Um, you know, whenever we're, we're about to procure, we always have a, a demand plan and a procurement plan. And then before we go about implementing any project, uh, we first adopt the business plan. And in those business plans, uh, the costing is done. So uh, we, we don't just come back on the, on the implementation of projects. There should be approved business plans. Those business plans will then be utilized. We also have a project manager on site. So um, uh, I think that one is, is not a problem. But the problem is to flout those processes in certain instances. When those processes are flouted, then, then that becomes a problem. These are the matters that we are prepared to confront. I've got a, a question here, and this is in, in particular 
um, for the Samu representative. One of the workers says, good day, I'm an employee at ADM and I wish to state that Samu is lying on national radio. They've done nothing for us. We have a task team appointed by employees working with the new Troikan management. We have not yet received our salary increases and notch increments. They must stop lying. We have not seen any efforts by Samu shop stewards. Do you want to respond to that, Luzuko? Thanks, Katie. As I was saying, um, Samu is not paying increments. That is clear. The increments are paid by the employer, which is ATM. Um, The council uh, last week resolved to pay 6.25 which is on the 25th. It's what we are waiting for the workers. Uh, what seems to be an issue is that um, there's a recognition of a so-called task team, whereas the recognized unions in the sector currently is two, only two unions. It's what um, the current uh, leadership political and administration must check because by recognition of certain individuals is not the unions um, it is a cosmetic um, approach which might now assist them but at a later stage it won't assist them because it's not sustainable so some was always standing for the uni- for the workers and even now, we are still uh, standing with workers because that is why I myself was raising the issue that workers have not received in three uh, consecutive uh, financials uh, the increment. We are not paying uh, uh, increment of some, even Imatu, even the testing that is, is talking about. They will not pay the increment. The only persons that will pay the increment is the employer, which is ATM. Thanks, Kid. All right. Well, it certainly sounds like there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in Amatole. And I suppose, you know, um, for Anelin Tangani, who's the executive mayor, um, it's still early days yet, about three months into the job. And you've heard him highlighting some of the challenges in the municipality. So I suppose the real test of his leadership will be in about a year's time when he has had the opportunity of improving the state of affairs in that municipality. Let me thank Anelin Tangani, uh, the executive mayor, and Luzugo Yelezo, who is Samu's uh, provincial secretary in the Eastern Cape.